Welcome back to Etsy and Beyond. super excited today because we're going to be talking to Sharon. Sharon runs the Etsy shop Sharon Marta. It is absolutely beautiful. If you take a look at it, you can tell immediately she's a graphic designer. I'm going to link it below so you guys can check it out. Sharon is going to be jumping into all the details that have made her Etsy shop work better for her. Unlike last week's seller who talked you through what it's like to have things be a little harder than you expected, which is a very normal experience. This week, Sharon is going to walk you through what it's like to actually have things start to work when they're automated and start to go a little bit faster for you. She had a much easier time getting her shop going. So I think when we look at these two lined up next to each other, it's going to be really interesting to see the differences. So let's hear from Sharon now, and then we'll dive into some of the things that she talked about afterwards. Jenny, thanks so much for having me on your podcast. This is truly an honor. I have been listening to you forever, it seems like, and I love all your tips. You've been so helpful. So anything I can do to help shed some light for anybody out there that is just starting or needs some help with their Etsy shop, I hope that maybe these tips can help them. So just to give you a background of who I am, my name is Sharon Marta. I am a freelance graphic designer is my main job. I'm a stay-at-home mom or work-at-home mom with four kids. So you can imagine I do not get a lot of time to work on my Etsy shop. I have clients, I have kids, and so my Etsy shop kind of gets thrown in between everything else. But the great thing is that I've been able to learn a bunch of stuff on the way that has helped me get traffic to my website with honestly very little work. And if I can do it with very little work, you can do it even more with <laughs> with the more time that maybe you have. So what has been my greatest tip for generating more income on Etsy has been getting on all the major search engines, or at least three of them. So the three major search engines that I'm talking about is YouTube, Pinterest, and Google. So I went through these in phases. I did not get on all of them all at once. It's a lot of work. And if you need help, definitely hire people through Tribe Hire, through Jenny, because it can seem like a lot of work all at once. I'm a graphic designer, so I kind of have an advantage over a lot of the design elements and the website elements, but it's still possible to do this. And I'm going to tell you what happened with me. So when I first started, I started with Pinterest and Pinterest was like a huge wake up call for me. I literally had maybe 10 blog posts on my website. And on my website, I'm a graphic designer, so I can build websites as well. So I had a website. So I was bringing people to my website, not directly to Etsy. I put out a few blog posts and was really working hard on SEO for Pinterest. So I made a few pins that had really good SEO, really good titling, good imagery, and I started seeing repins through Pinterest using Tailwind. If you've heard Jenny talk about Tailwind, Tailwind is a group, like mutual one-on-one group pinning and scheduling program. It takes some learning to get used to. I had a little bit, you know, trying to figure out this program and how to use it. But once you get used to it, you can definitely see the power in the numbers. People will start pinning your pins and then all of their audience will be exposed to your pins. 
So I saw one of my pins just take off right away. And I started generating 5,000 views in my website every month, just consistently. And honestly, through one blog post, it was crazy. Before that, I probably had 10. Like I did not do any promotions or anything before that. So that was huge. I've done more pins and blog posts since, and they haven't all brought me that amount of traffic. But just knowing that that's possible here and there is to get a lot of traffic from your blog post is huge. The second place I went to was YouTube. So with my products, I have downloadable templates and templates can be difficult to use. So I wanted to make an instructional video to show my customers how to use the templates, how to print out their labels or their templates on what paper to use and and what printer I use, kind of like all that whole process just to help them out. Well, in the description of my YouTube video, I then also link them to my Etsy shop and my website where I have a free download. That's all contained in the description area. Then I also do my SEO research for the YouTube video and make sure that that's all dialed in. Well, I again, I only have like 10 YouTube videos, not very much. <laughs> But a couple of them have started generating a lot of views. And in fact, one of them, I think I posted it back in March. So that was maybe like nine months ago. And it's now over 4,500 views on it. And I get questions and emails. And I know they're visiting my website and Etsy shop both. So I'm generating leads on YouTube now as well with very little video work. Honestly, I'm not very consistent. (laughs) Like I said, I'm a mom, so I do not get a lot of consistent time. So this is with very little effort here. Then the third area is Google. And so getting on Google search engines, I use my website and I have, thankfully, you know, I know I use Squarespace and I can design a really nice website with Squarespace. So I can have my items for sale and I can have a blog all on my website. The one thing that is a bummer about Etsy and kind of why I really highly suggest people get a website or a blog is because you're not able to capture your client's email addresses and send them promotions for your items every now and then, which is a huge bummer. So any way that you can capture your customers or your potential customers' email addresses is really, really important. So if you can get a email uh, management program. I use MailerLite. It's L-I-T-E. I use MailerLite, but there's also MailChimp. There's, you know, ConvertKit. There's a bunch of email programs out there. And some of them are really easy. Some of them are more complicated. And even Squarespace has an email program. So if you have a Squarespace site, you can do it all with Squarespace. But make sure you get an email management program because you cannot manage these emails by yourself. And it's actually illegal. So don't do that. But (laughs) get signed up for an email management program. And they're honestly, they're free to like 10 bucks a month. They're really cheap. And I don't send out emails all the time. I only send out emails when I have promotions, I have a new item or want to like get feedback from my audience, those kind of things. So that has been huge because anytime I send out an email, I do see responses and I do see people coming back to my website and actually purchasing. So keeping that relationship going so you're not just a shop that people shopped at once and then forgot about you, but actually they enjoy coming back and seeing kind of the new things that you're doing and making that relationship between you and your customer is huge. So that's been really, really great. The way that I capture their email address is through a freebie. So I have a free download on my website that directly correlates with what I sell on Etsy. So I have a free template download on my website and I 
tell people on Etsy. So in that big banner that's at the top of your Etsy page, instead of just putting a picture of my items, I say, go to SharonMarta.com to get a free download. That's what they see when they go to my main page. Then I also put it in the bottom of my descriptions. Every description has the same thing. Get a free download at SharonMarta.com. Every single one. And then as one of my images in my 10 slots rotation images, I also have an image that says, get a free download at SharonMarta.com. So I make sure they see it at least three times if they see that in all three places. So that way I am directing people to my website. Another thing that's nice about directing people to your website is you don't have to compete with your competitors, you know, when they scroll down to the bottom and they see other suggestions. So if you can get them to your website, they're just going to see your items and that's it. Keeping them on your website is really focuses them and really hones in their purchasing decisions. So that has been hugely helpful. And I see new emails coming in all the time. I've grown my email list over six, 700 now, and it's been a year. So I grew from zero to 700 in one year. That's been huge. So I hope this has been helpful. I hope this was not too overwhelming. I know it sounds like a lot, but if you need help with things, definitely go to Tribe Hire because I know that I'm kind of at an advantage being a graphic designer and not everybody is a graphic designer. And I don't expect you guys to do all of the graphic design or all the parts that are not like your thing. So definitely, you know, get some help. There's lots of people that are on Etsy that can help you with all the different areas and including Jenny, who has a ton of information on all this too. She's talked about the stuff as well. But just to kind of tell you guys that my numbers and where I was at and how much time that I've spent on it and that I was seeing success with this, I hope this is encouraging. So thanks so much for listening, guys. And thank you again, Jenny. I hope you guys just have the best of luck. Take care. Bye. Okay, so Sharon just finished sharing some amazing things with us. And I want to say, Sharon, thank you so much for taking the time to record this response. I think it's going to help a lot of people. And what you've basically shown us is fascinating because Sharon has kids and other things that are going on in her life. Obviously, she's basically in this space where she has such limited time to work on Etsy that she has to make every single minute count. For a lot of us, this is a challenge because we're so used to having, you know, a nine to five style job where we can just fill the time with whatever we need to fill it with. And here's the reality of any situation when it comes to working. If you have time to fill, you will find something to fill it. You will waste your time by doing things that might not matter. You will find ways to make more to-do lists. It's just the nature of how we work as humans. So if you want to basically spend less time on Etsy and get more done, the simplest solution is just to give yourself a very small window of time and suddenly you will find that your brain starts to do the highest priority things first, which means the most important things get done and money starts to become something that you're creating things to make more of instead of something that's kind of on the back burner. So that may feel really confusing, but the easiest way to make it happen is just to say to yourself, this is the hour or three hours or whatever you choose that I'm going to work on Etsy every day, every other day. 
this is my schedule. Put alarms in your phone. Make it happen. Make it strict time. And when you start working less, you will suddenly realize that you can't do everything on your to-do list. So the things that are the most important will float to the top. And those are the things that usually have the most value, give you the most bang for the time you're using, and create the biggest movement in your business, which is exactly what we've heard Sharon just talk about. She basically said the thing she did that changed everything was getting on the major search engines. It makes her easier to find. It means people are constantly looking at talking about her products. She doesn't have to worry so much about Etsy's SEO either. If you notice, she said the big search engines she's talking about are YouTube, Pinterest, and Google. Etsy is not on there. So Etsy SEO doesn't really matter to her. It doesn't matter if there are big updates or changes. We've talked about this before that getting your own source of traffic really gives you total control over your own business and algorithm changes and other stuff do not kill you overnight like they do for other people. So I love that she basically revealed her tricks for you guys. There are so many things that she said that I would strongly recommend you do, but the number one thing she said that I want to pull out is that she did not do it all at once. You may have even missed it because she she went through it real quick, but she said it didn't happen all at once. She wasn't doing everything simultaneously. The best thing you can do for your business is pick one of these platforms because they're not easy to get working and it does take a little bit of time. It can be easy if it's all you're focusing on though and you're constantly researching and learning how to make it better for the short amount of time that you're getting it up and running. So she basically did one at a time. You can hear from her story. It kind of sounds like she did Pinterest first, followed by YouTube. Google kind of came after that. Her own website was a big part of Google, and it's something she highly recommends. Now, for those of you out there that love the idea of making a website, if you're a graphic designer like Sharon is, or you understand a bit about SEO and you feel comfortable, your own website might be a great idea. For everyone else who's struggling with those things, your own website can just sort of become a burden where you're maintaining something, but it's not doing anything. It's costing you money every month to maintain it, keep it up, keep your products on it, but it's not generating traffic. It's not generating sales. So it's sort of just money down the drain. If you fall into that second camp, the advice that Sharon gave about being able to collect email addresses still stands. You can use Aweber to legally collect Etsy email addresses. It does email people and ask them if they want to be emailed. They get to choose whether they stay on your list or not, which keeps you legal. You can also use MailerLite, just like Sharon's using. I think MailerLite recently implemented a tool that allows you to just connect your Etsy shop. Not completely sure about that, but I was talking with them about it recently. By the time this episode comes out, that may exist. So feel free to check that out and that does not necessarily involve having your own website if that's something you're worried about. If it's something you want and you're excited to do and you want to try all these things and go through the steps of making it work, then go for it. But remember, Sharon did Pinterest first. Pinterest is a great first option because there's an audience built in. You don't have to build it up from scratch like you do on YouTube or Google. She basically built up that audience in a place where people who are shop- who want to shop on Etsy already hang out. She built it up. She made it work. And as you heard, she used a blog article to get 5,000 views per month. She basically went from 10 views per month to 5,000 views per month on her own blog. You don't have to do this with your blog. You can do it with your Etsy shop. But a lot of times the blog articles are really enticing, especially when you write about, say, reviews of a certain type of product. Like, I'm going to review the five best necklaces for spring. Just so happens that one of yours 
is probably that one of those necklaces. And then you've reviewed some others as well for different reasons or styles or whatever. Those sort of almost BuzzFeed type articles can really do well in Pinterest and they're pretty easy to write. You don't even need to use your own blog for them. You can use a platform like medium.com, which is its own search engine. It's another big search engine that you can use and it ranks well in Google. You can hack this at all different points. And that's what I love about what Sharon did. It's so clear that she found points that worked for her and she hacked them. YouTube works for her. She likes to record how to use her products. YouTube can be amazing, but if you're not sure what to do, something like Medium or Patreon or CrateJoy can be amazing. All of those different tools are available to you to create different versions of your Etsy shop and find more people that will work for what you're doing. I'm going to link to all of them below, but I loved listening to Sharon's story. It really showed you how you can sort of create your own funnel and fans surrounding your business in your own way. This doesn't need to be some regimented thing where you have to do this and you have to do that. Create what's fun for you. If you like spending time on Pinterest, spend time on Pinterest. If you like spending time on Instagram and you don't want to blog, but you want to do, say, Instagram TV and have that be your blog, go right ahead. No one's stopping you. If you want to use Medium to create those BuzzFeed-like articles I was talking about, well, do that. You can have fun. If you love to shop or you love to play, there are places that you can go that basically make you the best version of you. And when customers see that, it's fun, it's enticing, and it's tempting. That's why people probably love Sharon's YouTube channel so much. They can see that she's enjoying it and that her products are fun and easy to use. So I encourage you guys to kind of play with that a little bit. If you're worried about a certain thing or you're like, I want to do this fun thing, but I don't want to do the thing that ties it together, i.e. SEO, Listen to Sharon. Hire people to help you. It's not that expensive. Tribe Hire has very affordable services from other sellers who've already done it that will show you how to make the same thing happen for you. They can fix your SEO. They can fix your Pinterest. They can do Tailwind for you. Sharon mentioned Tailwind quite a bit. They can do Pinterest for you. They can help you get a medium website up and running. They can help you get your own website up and running. There are so many options waiting for you that you can just make these things happen faster than ever now. It used to be you have to do it all yourself. Now that is just not the case. Think of it this way. If you were applying for jobs right now, you would not apply for a job for which you had literally zero of the skills they had listed. All those little bullet points they list on those job listings, if you didn't have any of them, you wouldn't bother applying for the job. But so many of us on Etsy are like, oh, I'm going to sell on Etsy. I literally have none of the skills that I need to sell on Etsy and I've never tried them before, but I'm going to sell on Etsy because I'm creative and that's the one skill I do have. You can get people to help you with those other skills. In the same way that a business would hire somebody that already has the skills, you as a person can hire somebody that already has the skills or find somebody who can teach you the skills so that you don't have to keep hiring people. All those things are waiting for you and I strongly recommend that you use them because that's how you blow your business up faster and you create things that are just easier for you. When we look at Sharon this week's episode versus Kim last week's 
episode, we're seeing a difference in how they felt about Etsy and how Sharon really felt that things got going for her quickly and they were fairly straightforward. And Kim was like, I had to be so stubborn and resistant to keep things up. There's nothing wrong with these two different perspectives and there's nothing wrong with being in different boats, but you can make this simpler on yourself. You can make it feel lighter if you want to. It's all about how you want to feel and you can create those feelings. This is your business. You created it. You can control it. It's not like a kid that you created and you can't really control. It is something that you have control over every single day. Okay. So thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. Just want to remind you that if you have not already subscribed, basically what that is, is a monthly donation to keep us going. It can be monthly, it can be yearly, totally up to you. And that allows us to keep this podcast going, continue to interview Etsy sellers and learn more about what's going on inside of their world. And when you subscribe, you can also comment on episodes. I read the comments and I love to respond to them. You can also listen to our archives, which are past episodes that were subscriber only. They will be available to you if you donate. So please do that. Help us keep this going. Help us keep the Etsy train going. Let's make sure that we're hearing from the women and men who are changing the face of Etsy and figuring out how to make this work for you because that's all I want. I want this to work for you. I want it to be something that makes you happy, feels light, and is fun every single day. Remember, that is the point of starting your own business. It is not to torture yourself. Okay, thank you guys so much for listening, and I can't wait to come back with our next interview. I am super sick. I'm wordy, apparently. Just want to remind you, hang on, there's a loud noise. And it's something that also, and it's something that also, bye.